listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Thanks for checking out our podcast. If you like what you hear, visit us at patreon.com slash 9to5cc. This is a podcast about pop culture and geek things, and instead of talking about politics, we actually deliver on that promise. What do we talk about? We talk about fruit fruit cereal. We talk about deer feet. We talk about nerdy defenders Thanos, Young Justice, Chorts, and then we talk about weed. We follow it up with bitching about the CAC, the movie Annihilation, the Netflix show Maniac, the Netflix show Haunting of Hill House, and then we have a very special edition of the best movie ever. I do not want to watch this movie, you guys. You're going to make me do it, and I hate you. This is 9 to 5 Entertainment System. I think this sounds very fruit? made up. Fruit. That's right. It's, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> totally made up. I don't know about cartoon breakfast cereals, Keith. You're oh, the expert. harsh. Yeah. Because no. I'm sitting there listening to this podcast, and I'm just like, yeah, there's too bad there's no fucking Wolfman one. And there is. It's okay. called Fruit Brute. Okay. Fruit Brute. And yeah, it wasn't popular in the 80s. It was a 70s thing. But it came back in the recent relaunch, last Weird. Halloween. Fruit Brute. So hold on. It's only been around for a year. And that year and then the also, last year. And also, also was the, the least popular year. thing from right. 40 years ago. But... Part of the launch, though. Booberry isn't super popular. People remember that one. Yeah, because it's... Okay, hang on. I'm going to say there's naming, right? Count Chocula, mm-hmm. Booberry, super catchy. Fruit Brute? I, like, I, I don't know, man. That rolls. Kind it of. does, but like, does it describe fruit does it describe to you a werewolf? Because I know what Count Chocula is, and I can surmise that Booberry is a ghost. Uh-huh. Fruit Brute. I mean, it might just be someone who's really angry. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It could be a Hulk situation. Uh-huh. Like, but there was a freaking werewolf on every box. Okay. Like... Uh-huh. So this is Scott getting mad at another podcast for, you know, kind of like half-assing some of their details. Their breakfast cereal. Welcome to 90S, a podcast largely where we half-ass a lot of our details. I had a new experience, guys. Did you get stoned stoned for the very first time? They said there was no werewolf one with such authority. I feel like if you go back through the 160 episodes of this podcast, we have said... Have we made any mistakes? We have said many things with a good deal of authority that turn out to be not correct. No, I don't think that's true at all. And I challenge oh. our listeners to do that. <laughs> I, Scott will pay you $5 if you guys, find one mistake Saturday, that you made. Saturday night, mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. something exciting happened to me. What? I will okay. not pay anyone $5. I uh, said it here, $5. It's the $5 Scott is wrong challenge. Saturday, guys. If, in, if, in John, and hands, I are, if John and okay. I are wrong, hang on. If John and I are uh-huh. wrong, Scott doesn't pay you anything. It has to be something Scott said. That where Scott was completely wrong because I feel you said you're very sure of yourself. Oh, I'm sure that we could go back and find a movie edition, something or other, where we have confused the names of actors. This will be very easy to do. I confuse these things all the time. Yeah, but I, I'm just I just like how Dustin Hoffman was in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Star Wars. Saturday, news. guys. Saturday, Saturday okay. something special happened to me. Do you smoked okay. your first legal marijuana cigarette? Hell no. In my hands, okay. In my hands, I had four. Can you guess how the sentence is going to end? In testicles. My in my hands. Four, and it's the first time. And the first time you've had... Oh, not testicles. Four no. blanks. Yes. In your the hand. answer is... John that. had four blanks. <laughs> in his the hands. first time on Correct. Saturday. Yeah. Four deer feet. Deer feet? I had four deer feet in my hands. Real were they feet? still attached to a deer? No. Ah. So here's the deal. So okay. how do you know they were from the same deer? Were they from the same deer? They were. You sure? Yes. 
What if they were from different deer? My brother shows up at my door and is like, hey, John, I have killed a deer, mm -hmm. and we need to turn the deer into venison. <laughs> and that took three and a half hours on Saturday night. What? Hang we on. butchered what, a whole fucking what deer. What you needed to do is you need to hollow out the deer feet, uh -huh. and then you could recreate that clip from Adventure Time where the deer like takes his, takes his hooves off, so, and then he has human hands underneath so that he could box fit. The creepiest moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, little fists. Yeah, that's going yeah. in the vault. Yeah. The, um, uh, I didn't believe that it would take that little amount of time. There was five of us, and we had a whole deer carcass, and we turned it yeah, into a deer, deer ain't that big. It's like on, under no. 200 pounds, right? Yep. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was sense. probably only like 60 pounds, maybe 70 pounds of meat that came off of the thing. Mm -hmm. It was like a female. It was pretty small. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did your did your brother uh, down it with a bow? He did. Ooh. He, however, it was not a bow that he crafted himself. Yeah, he, he said that he was switching this year he over to, over a, over to a, a pro star bow. Yeah. And then, um, is, is next year, is he going to go back to handcrafted? Bro? I don't know. He may, uh, I can even imagine him turning the bones of this deer into like into arrowheads and stuff. And being like, I shall Wait. kill you with which you came. I understand that, a, that like a compound bow gives you that real torque on the... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Can't you handcraft a compound bow? Just like carve out some little wheels and... <laughs> I mean... Tiny, tiny little like blocking mechanisms and whatever to pull the thing back. That'd be great. If you can imagine it, you can make it so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think it was a big challenge. So the, the arrow went so hard through this thing, it went into its back and came out of its butt. It was like the oh. whole way through and through. Ladies and gentlemen, yep. compound bows. <laughs> As opposed Don't, to handcrafted bows. Do not bows. underestimate these things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you you sat there watching Walking Dead being like, this seems ridiculous for a bow and arrow to know. No. No, 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 no. no. I've watched six and a half seasons of Arrow. <laughs> I believe that is fact. <laughs> hold on, hold on. How are we living in a world where that is still on TV and Luke Cage is canceled? Right? Oh. I don't know. Did you hear the hilarious fan theory? <laughs> Uh, is it that Luke being canceled or Luke huh? Cage being canceled? Well, but Luke, so Luke Cage and Iron Fist are canceled, and they were just sort of like, well, that makes sense, you know, like the Thanos' snap happened. Half to four. You're just like, and half the Netflix shows got canceled. Uh -huh. <laughs> They're just gone. I was like, oh. Oh, man, so. that does pose a question for the. Netflix universe because they do reference the invasion. It's, yeah, it is stuff. slightly in huh. slightly in canon. So, d did Although, nobody die? Wait, you're watching this. Did anybody die in the new season? Well, it's unclear exactly no. where it takes place in the in the timeline right. because they take place in it. Uh, did you guys see that YouTube video of some guy who took every panoramic shot of New York in the four shows? Mm -hmm. I've not like, seen this. Why the fuck didn't they do this? I can do this. And I'm one guy by myself. And he just puts Avengers Tower into all of the panoramic shots. <laughs> it's like, and it looks perfect. Like, yeah. you can't tell. He just has them side by side, you know. Luke Cage looks down over Manhattan and... Yeah. Well, oh, wait, I think... The fucking Stark Tower is there. Right. Yeah, I think they... They're cheap? Not, I, don't even, I don't know if they're cheap. I think that there's, like, there's kind of a distancing between the Netflix and the MCU. Even though it started off as kind of in, in canon, mm -hmm. I think there is, like, an active... I think MCU doesn't want it to be directly. Well, my guess is Disney's pulling out, right? They're they're going to make their own uh, video Pro on demand. Yeah, they're probably so like they're definitely own. doing that. And so as soon as the contracts for all these things are over with Netflix, they're mm -hmm. all coming back. Well, to as, as DC a, has one, eh? Their own streaming series. Yeah, it's a crazy one. Huh. It's like Marvel Unlimited, the comic series, mm -hmm. and uh, exclusive programming hmm. all together. So you read all the comics you want, and you watch all the TV you want. Too bad DC's uh, Young Justice season three, the big fucking controversy. Show you can only watch it. Young Justice season three. Why is it so controversial? So season one and two were very good. Okay, had very good ratings. What is Young uh -huh. Justice? It's like a Imagine Justice uh -huh. now younger. I'm seeing a blind kid. girl with uh, like scales and stuff. <laughs> that makes sense. Kid, kid Flash, Aqualad, uh, Robin. Is it animated or is it? Is it animated? Okay, okay. Yeah. 
Um, uh, justice. It came out, I think, the same time as The Batman. Okay. Maybe just after The Batman. Okay. Uh, very good show. Awesome show. Like, I recommend it highly. If you haven't seen the first two seasons, it's on Netflix. It's lots of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And then the numbers came back, and they're like, so adults are watching this show, and girls are watching this show, and we're not selling any lunchboxes. Mm-hmm. Canceled. Aww. And that, that, why they cancel it. They're just like, we cannot no figure out how to merchandise <laughs> this show. So The show isn't profitable enough on its own. Or, or in the demo that it was supposed to be. Yeah, the, the marketing people. Like, they could have... Cartoons are there to sell toys. If cartoons yeah, aren't no, selling no, toys, I, like, I mean, you're like, okay, it does okay in ratings, but it's not selling toys. That's like, that screws up all the pie charts. Not selling I mean, anything. I guess the argument becomes, we could have this on, and we could make X amount of money, or we could cancel it and put something else that gives us X plus Sells one toys. through the merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's it. There's pie charts. So they canceled it and put Teen Titans Go on the air, mm-hmm. which... Is the best. It's a very different show. You know, in the business analytics world, the pie chart is like the dirty stepchild of all of the charts. It's like the worst one. Mm-hmm. Only bad analysts use it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, pie what charts. What about bakers? To be fair. I think they just use pies. I will say that I, I use, I use pie graphs, charts, <laughs> and I will say I do use pie charts mm-hmm. exclusively to show completion rates. Okay. So you show incomplete and complete so that you can see how big the pie is getting. I do a lot of high level, like reporting to very high audience to be like, how many things did we do this week to next week? Mm-hmm. The pie's getting bigger. Okay. And but I will admit that it's like that is a it's a it's a a dumbed down version of a better chart. Well, no, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's also like a niche use. The problem with pie charts is when you're using it in a dynamic format and you update the values, you can't really control how the slices of the pie are going to array themselves. So sometimes if you have like seven items in the pie chart, it looks good when you put it there. People manipulate the data and then all yeah. of a sudden your pie chart has 50 things in it and it's crazy. You can't read anything yeah. and whatever. There's also the issue of if you add to your sum total, right? If the pie chart was like 400 units yesterday and 500 units today, it'll look like the pie got like smaller, bigger, but you're just like... Or maybe nothing changes in the pie but things have dramatically changed. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's it. Anyway. Charts. Fucking analysts. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Chart Talk. (laughs) Thought we were talking about top 40 charts. Wrong. Just talking about number charts. Uh, Did we all watch Annihilation? Did this finally happen? We did, we did. All three of us can talk about a movie for the first time. I want to say that Chart Talk uh, infuriated Scott so much that he took his headset off (laughs) for a minute. he's just allergic to charts. (laughs) Goodbye, you idiots. This podcast is about charts He's allergic to charts because he's definitely not allergic to pies. Oh. Oh. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I had two pieces of pie last night. (laughs) Man, it's it's, it's like... It's fall. Like, fall is totally pie season. It sure is. Like, you can have pie for your main course, pie for your appetizer, pie for your dessert. Pies! Get a little pot pie, and then have some torchera to chase down, and then have a nice lemon meringue for dessert. And then Mm. some regular pot. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I see what you did there. I was going to say, we're going to talk about Annihilation, or are we going to talk about pot? I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? I mean, they kind of go together. Mm, they could. Yeah, they could. They should. I would say that what happened in my life with the legalization of pot was nothing. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's so many... Okay. There's just so many weird, weird things. Like, I mean, I've seen some uh, some weed advocates online complaining about prices, mm-hmm. and I was like... People like literally, someone had taken a photo uh, showing that it was thirty-five dollars for three point five grams, mm-hmm. and like just being like, with prices like this, obviously, like it's so expensive, and like da da da. And I was like, that's ten dollars a gram, man. I was like, it's that's not so bad. That's it's, it's not, not so bad. I mean, like yeah. you can get better prices yeah. from by buying like in crazy bulk, but you need to have like a connection or whatever. Also, I feel that. There's very few dealers that are going to have, like, 100 strains in their backpack. And and also have, like, regulated quality. And yeah. also, you get to feel like, hey, yeah, I am paying $10 a gram, but that money's going to kind of go to 
some use in our country rather than to the pockets of drug dealers. Yep. And additionally, versus others, other strains in different quantities, apparently the cheapest uh, per gram amount that you can get in Quebec is like $5.38. A gram. A gram. That's way cheap. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. It. That, that's by buying like the biggest tub of the cheapest I see, strain. I see. Yeah. But eh, I'm mm. just saying like there's... Which is nice for me as someone who does not have a drug dealer. I, mm. can, I could not go up to a drug dealer and be like, hello, Mr. Drug Dealer. I would like the biggest tub of the cheapest strain right now. Thank you. I'm not suspicious. <laughs> you know, this is Montreal. That might have actually worked. Yeah, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. I but might yeah. have also gotten shanked. I mean, oh, yeah. I think that. there's there's obviously some issues. I think like the whole the fact that you can't grow your own plants. I think is like yeah, a weird sketchy. little situation. But at the same time, the you fact c- I have to go all the way downtown to pick some up. No, they're, they're, oh. but they, what do they say? By 2020, they're expecting 200 points of sale. Man, I think they're they're gonna get there. It's okay. gonna, in depths. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. never going to be that bad. But no, no, yeah. Well, the, the little foldy boxes with the cigarettes; oh, yeah. these things are going to empty out and yeah. fill up with little weed packs. Maybe that's totally possible. Yep. Uh, but yeah, exactly. I don't think the cost. I can buy is... a bottle of wine at the depth. Why couldn't I buy? A yeah, exactly. It'll be it'll be like probably less selection than the SDQC Société Cannabis Quebec, whatever they call it. Yeah, it'll probably less. Less quality, less quantity, but like, put it in the you'll have like depth wine different. and you'll have like depth pot. And you're like, oh man, they're like, do you have any pot? Yeah, but it's a depth pot. Uh, all right, whatever. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> if they put it in the supermarkets, would it be in like the alcohol section or would it be in the produce section? Like, <laughs> or it'll be in the, yeah, like fresh <laughs> cilantro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I just, I will say the one thing that I have noticed uh, working downtown that I'm sure will kind of calm, calm down a little bit. I was telling Scott, I was like, cigarette smell. Does not carry the way pot smell does. Oh, it sure does. It sticks and, to everything. And by, yeah. by golly, walking walking towards, I was went to uh, the the little Canadians bar there, Club Nineteen O Nine, the mm-hmm. big giant bar that they have attached to the Bell Center, which it's huge. It's a huge place, but you have to kind of walk by the same way that people are getting on the train to the West Island, mm-hmm. and that like group of people heading towards the train, it was just like. You'd swear that you were heading to a concert oh, or something, dude. Think is, about the situation. You got to get on the train for forty-five minutes to get home. Yeah, that, that is time. To I don't. I, I'm not faulting these yeah. people, but I'm just saying. But like, like that entire kind of zone had this like, and it was admittedly the Thursday afterwards yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that's going to kind of calm down. And I was like, I'm sure that Friday nights on Bishop and whatever is just going to just reek a pot. So if you have a problem with the smell. Mm-hmm. You're gonna smell it, <laughs> but it's a much nicer smell overall than cigarettes. Yeah, There's no doubt. Yeah, but it carries know? a lot more. Yeah. So I, I mean, think it sticks as much though. No, I don't think so either. No. I don't I've never it, had it like a shirt like... the next day after being out, being like, "Oh man, this smells like like weed." Yeah. Compared to like, yeah, no, yeah, like, I don't think it gets into your side. Yeah. It certainly can get into your clothes, but I think you need to be like sitting there in a smoking situation pretty like in a non-ventilated yeah. we also might be all kind of forgetting how nasty it was coming out of bars oh yeah 20, 15 years yeah, ago yeah, right yeah, like yeah, when yeah it was, no but as i'm saying i think yeah. cigarettes i think cigarettes cling to your clothes way more than pot does i i would ah there's a test. To get. Yeah. i mean we should do it let's call hot box a room with cigarette smoke and then hot box it with weed nope that <laughs> sounds awful yeah <laughs> it just it would be a pretty great video though not gonna lie <laughs> I, I really think that the the amount of money that across the country these places are making is surprising politicians i don't think it's surprising anybody Uh, yeah i I really do i think they're like weird controlling legislation like fucking those those cities in the boroughs in montreal that are trying to restrict its use Uh, scared old people scared old people and those politicians hang on hang on a second do you mean our elected provincial government because they want to ban smoking in public really yes they do caq Ugh. Scared old people. Yeah, yeah. Like, scared old people. Like them into power. People. Yeah. Wait until some of those cannabis companies start 
fucking having lobbyists. lobbyists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's I mean, gonna go. We don't really fast. have lobbying in the same to the same degree no. that they do in because you can't you can't you yeah. can't bribe Canadian governments legally in quite the same way. Like our lobbying is like child's play compared to like yep. how much money you can invest into American politics legally. Just uh, just wait until they have like a non CAQ politician in a fucking ad for a, a cannabis company. Like it's going to be there will be ways for money to swing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more no, than sure. consumption, just straight up money. So yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, but at the at the same time, the government, they, 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 the CAQ who got elected to a majority government in our province, like literally part of their platform. This isn't like a new thing. They said that they want to ban smoking in public, and they also want to raise the age to twenty one for marijuana. So that's like part of their biz. So and not, and not alcohol. Nope, not alcohol. God, We're in Quebec. Damn. <laughs> Children. Yeah, yeah. It's not voting either. Mm-hmm. We're in Quebec. Yeah, it's so weird. But I'm just saying, like, that's like actually part of their their campaign situation is they. Whereas the present law is obviously 18, and anywhere you can smoke cigarettes, you could smoke marijuana. Right. With weird municipal. Didn't they also last week? I seem to recall there was something about them wanting to take out all religious insignias, with the exception of the gigantic crucifix in the. Yeah, in the. Yeah. Pa- in the yeah. God damn that's that argument. That argument was amazing. The crucifix is not a religious symbol. It's part of our cultural history. That was his argument. He, he yeah. said that out loud. Yeah. No, this is yeah. like uh, that, that. I mean, I, I kind of had this conversation with your dad where I was yeah. like, it is the most like thinly veiled racism. Like I'm like, yep. like it, it's I get it. They're not overtly being racist because I don't think I mean, not to say I don't think you can do that. I think people do that all the time. But I was like, because like, Quebec is kind of a progressive sort of province. Traditionally, mm-hmm. it's like this other brand of like racism where you're like, it's just like. It is racist, but it's just like, no, 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 we're not racist. We're trying to be equal, but except we're going to be judgy about things that but aren't some ours. people are more equal than others. Yeah, kind of. You know, like, it's so gross. It's so gross. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Annihilation. Annihilation. Do you want to talk about <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to, move, <laughs> you want to move on to happier, happier times? Like Annihilation. Like mm-hmm. Annihilation. Um, Do you guys like it? I liked it. Uh, written or I guess adapted for the screen by uh, Alex Garland, yep. who uh, famous, I suppose. It's actually an interesting story about how it was adapted, <clears throat> because he read it once and then just made the movie without ever referencing back to it. So it's, a lot of things are changed. Yep. And in the meantime, after he he started adapting it, there were two sequels that came out mm-hmm. that provided a whole bunch of extra backstory and completely did like invalidate the film. Yep. So it's very much its own thing. Yeah. Yep. Well. Very much its own thing. There's a, like a lot of the core concepts are the same. I was yeah. reading. I was reading the Wikipedia entries on the books. Okay. So okay. like a lot of the like obviously yeah the story goes a lot further and more into depth and it's like they get way more into the books. Like the second book apparently it takes place entirely in the research facility almost. Huh. Like so there's a lot of like the, the background. Does it happen after the the events of the first one? I don't one? know. That's fascinating. It might be concurrent. Yeah. Uh, like in an Ender's. Does somebody want to summarize the film? I could. Yeah. I mean, I watched it yesterday. Okay. So, Go for it. Okay. So, there is Oscar Isaac. He goes into a creepy place, disappears for a year. There is Natalie Portman, who were, was his wife and kind of, I guess, like holding out for her husband. Her husband. You can't say a creepy place. I'm getting to it. Gosh. In the beginning of the movie, you don't know where he went. You just know he's been missing for a year. I'm going in order. Exactly. We just know that he. Because she thinks he went away on like a special ops, and that's why he couldn't tell her. That's the start of the movie, they show the event. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. The very opening scene of the film is the meteor. Oh, yeah, they hit the meteor. Hmm, Whatever. (laughs) 
You're right. Anyway, Oscar Isaac shows back up uh-huh. uh, and uh, in Natalie Portman's house, yep. and then Natalie Portman's all excited to see him. But then, like, something seems like off. Like, there's like the, the line that kind of stuck with me was like, "I was outside of your room, and I recognized you, and you seemed familiar, so I went to see you." Like, and you're like, "That's not how a husband talks to his wife. You don't mm-hmm. recognize your wife and see her as familiar." So she feels a little bit weird. Oscar Isaac kind of starts bleeding from his face a bunch. And then uh, Natalie Portman kind of gets sucked into this all-lady research team, and it turns out they're going into the Shimmer. And the Shimmer is an area where life doesn't work the same way that it does on the outside of the Shimmer. Well, they and don't know that to begin with. It's just a with, Shimmer well, that people go into and do not come out of, with the exception well, of Oscar Isaac. With the exception of Oscar Isaac. Yeah. But we find it, it's, it's very, very quick that they establish that there are numerous types of flowers coming out of a single vine they like they catch that right at the start right Right. at the start uh and also there's a a jump of like four days like Mm -hmm. they walk into the shimmer and then they're like in their camp and they're like the rations have been depleted by four days yep and uh yeah and then things get weirder and weirder and weirder and the the crew kind of just keeps dealing with the weird stuff that's going on in the shimmer Mm -hmm. and then there is a a climax yep (laughs) I hated every part of that recap. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I mean, so a meteor yeah. hits the Earth from outer space in this little <laughs> coastal town. It looks like Maine. No. no it was way in the south. It's the it southern so reach. Yeah. It's a swamp. It's like yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's where yeah. the alligators were there. Yeah, they established that like, it's it's swamp part. It's this, And it's also like it's based on the southern reach trilogy. It's supposed to be one of the southernmost points of coastal United States. Why was there a bear there then? I mean... Bears are all over. Bears are everywhere. Yeah. And it was also like there was just some bear DNA got in the mix. Regardless. So this creates what they call the shimmer, which mm-hmm. is like a uh, an area that you can't see into, you can't scan, scan into. You can't see into. You can't scan into. You can see into it, no problem. Yeah, but not deep. You can see into it like 20 There's, yards. You can't see. Like presumably the, the satellites end. didn't reveal what was going on in there. Right? Yeah. And they said everything coming through is scrambled. Yes. Or, and. Yeah. You can walk through it, but you can't radio out. There's no radio communications after a certain point mm-hmm. as you get it deeper into it. Mm-hmm. And the scientists that are tracking this and, and trying to figure out what it is notice that it is growing, and it is growing steadily, and it is growing enough to become a threat. So they right. really have to find out what's going on inside the Shimmer. Jennifer Jason Lee has sent in team after team, and they've all died. So now she's going to go in with her crack team of ladies. Well, they don't know <laughs> if they've died or not. They just know that nothing Well, she thinks they've out. died. She, she even says it. Pretty they're, reasonable assumption. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. It. They're like, do you think they're alive? And she's like... I think somebody made it out who is not Oscar Isaac. What? We're going to get to that in the spoiler cool. section. There's a, there's, a whole, there's a whole lot to spoil. There's a whole yeah. bunch of little yeah. neat little details and that kind of go on. everything that happens in the Shimmer is mm-hmm. like a weird twisting of the natural laws of Earth. It's mm-hmm. not completely alien, mm-hmm. but it's everything kind of twisted around the, a little the bit. The word that they used that I kind of thought was super neat was that the shimmer is a prism for everything, including like not just like radio waves and light waves, but like also DNA. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of think about like a prism and a kaleidoscope and then you just like apply that to DNA, that happens in the shimmer. So kind of. Well, I'm just saying like, like blending, you know? Yeah, but like... We're heading into spoilerific territory here and this is a great movie, I think. So watch it, it on be Netflix. Worth, yeah, watch it on Netflix. It's good fun. This I is like high level sci-fi. Way, I don't think there's a way to talk about the movie. Not at all. Not without at all. talking about what happens in the movie. I can tell you right now something that happens in the movie that I was not a fan of, and it was repeated use of real bad CG. 
Oh, come on, man. I mean, I, I over your fucking self. Who gives a shit? Like, it's no. so rare you get a great sci-fi movie. Fair you enough, but, like, but, but then, like, there's to me, as a viewer, like, okay, so so the the, the finale scene, which I'm not going to necessarily spoil in this moment, involves a special effect that happens uh, to Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. There's a special effect surrounding Jennifer Jason Lee, and I was like, this scene would have just as much impact if you did not put that special effect in the middle of it, and you kind of put it off to the side and had like a flare, and then had the colors. Okay. Like, it's just like there's, and there were a lot of things where I'm like, I feel that like when you're sitting there on your review, you're like, you could get the impact of the scene without like having the CG thing dead center. And I was like, e-. do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I actually agree with Keith on this. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot that was practical and creepy as fuck in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the things that they tried to make spectacular didn't always land were the least spectacular part of that movie i guess that's a fair criticism alex garland said that he wanted to make it very dreamlike that was like on Mm -hmm. purpose so i think a heavy the heavy use of cg was to emphasize that and make for sure and i'm not talking about necessarily the 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 forest and like whatever like it was like there's cg all over the place every scene was yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like like colored flowers and stuff were clearly painted like they were not all practical effects but i'm talking like specifically the two the two creatures mm-hmm. did not look fantastic, and I think would have been just as effective if you cut around the CG a little bit. Okay. Like personally, like, yeah. and I mean, like, I'm not trying to say it was like awful, but like for it's like every monster movie. It's nine out of ten. You're gonna make the big reveal. This is the monster, and it's not gonna be as scary as what you. I kind of liked the big monster reveal away at the end because it was so like like visually it was very different than most big monster reveals at the end of a movie. Like the whole the white. The palette that was in that scene was the opposite yeah. of dark, creepy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, I like I said, yeah. yeah, no, I'm going to talk about like the, the, the bear and the alligator I was mm-hmm. not a fan of. Yeah. And, and then, and I'm just saying, and it was just like, and because like, again, as a, as a fan of monster movies, mm. the, when the monster's straight up in center of the camera, it's usually less impressive than when you're cutting around oh, him and absolutely. using him as scary. So, yeah. like I said, like, but I think, I think what he was trying to do with that is, is to make what happened to the bear, the creepy part of it, not the actual... The thing himself, right? You but know? like, like for instance, the, you has to you have to show it. You have to get what actually what is going on with its face to understand. But then you could show the you, could, you could you could have made a real cool practical face of it. But like then the scene yeah. where it's pulling the girl down the stairs, you're like, eh. yeah. like it looks. The like, dumbest thing about the bear was when he Sir Lancelot's. You know, you remember Monty Python's quest for the Holy Grail when Sir Lancelot is charging into the castle and it's like dun 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 dun, dun and he's like yeah, way I, at the other end of the field yeah. dun, 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 and he's running like, dun, 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 and he's running. <laughs> And he's in their face, yeah. right? That happens, and it's so funny. Yeah, they're like, where is it? Where, where is, is it? Where is it? Where is where is it? it? <laughs> yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. I just think, yeah, the special effects were... Because, again, then, like, just think about how much more impact the, the found footage of the Oscar the, Isaacs the, group. The operation? Yeah, yeah. because yeah. it is, like, crummy lighting, was not shaking. Yeah. And you're like, it has, it's so much creepier than any other effect in it. Yeah. Still a CG effect, but, like, it's not, like... Front and center in the middle of your screen. Like, the visuals, well, that was amazing, and the, the the set decoration of the pool. I was just gonna say the same thing. God, yeah, yeah, when yeah, they yeah, find yeah, the body amazing. after, yeah. and it's all messed up and floral and on the wall. Well, yeah. That's big, incredible. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Anyway, so we're we gonna spoil this movie because I feel yeah. we kind of have to. Yeah. Like if we we're gonna have, we're gonna have an honest conversation about it. Honest talk, guys. Yeah. Well, everything yeah. inside the shimmer gets fucked. Right. Like DNA fucked. scrambled with things around so, it. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys track the infinity tattoo? I did, and that's the sign that something came out. Because the girl um, who – the infinity symbol is shown outside of the shimmer in the scene where all of the, the marine-type people are meeting each other. Does the 
the girl the, who dies first has it. The girl who dies first has it. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Yes, I I watched it twice. Okay, so I was like so looking. I was looking for this because it's purpose. because you also yeah. see it. Uh, it's in the guy who became a flower man. Yes, and yeah. it, and it's <laughs> and like that's. I think the implica- I think it was a mistake. Honestly, I think the the idea is that it starts there, or it's like a sign of the corruption somehow. Well, I don't know because she also that the girl who dies first is also weird, like yes. just just like. Yep. Very weirdly, like, like, doesn't really speak kind of, I think, like, normally or correctly. Like, like the way she talks to Natalie Portman's character, like, even Sarah. Sarah was like, what is up with this character? So there's like, something off. Yeah, so yeah. it might have been uh... – And I don't know if it all comes back together. I actually – I finished it the second time with Debbie, and I was like, I need to go back and double-check all this before I talk about it. But yeah, I, yeah. I did not do it. Mm. But I see, But so Oscar Isaac has it in the first scene when he comes out, and he's all, he's all yep. screwed up. But also does not have it um... – does not have it in the flashbacks of Natalie Portman. Correct. Yeah. And then and then the girl has it who is the Marine, and then she dies first, and then it starts to grow on Natalie Portman's arm, like you see. And, and the other girl's arm. arm. And, and the, the other girl's arm. So that's like the, arm, yeah. the, it gets transferred around. Yep. Um anyway, so it implies that something got out earlier. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't really know what now one thing I liked initially about this movie mm-hmm. is that it does not hold your hand oh, no. at all. And there's a lot of mystery that about the situation that all the characters have mm-hmm. that the viewers don't know what's going on either. So they yeah. don't like, you know, show their hand and have the characters try to figure it out, even though the audience already knows it. Mm-hmm. And reflecting upon that, I had to ask, is that just being cheap? Are they just not showing anything and saying it's all weird without having to think their way through it? Mm. I don't know. I think that they they put it together a little bit like well, like like I said, like there's you have multiple, a little bit well, a little bit well. But I'm just saying, but like because they're they're in a spot where the only analysis that they have are the samples, and then they see the cells splitting super unnaturally. So anything that these scientists are like putting together, there are just hypotheses from like they've observed changes on the cellular level, and then they've observed like flowers, multiple types of flowers, kind of growing out. But don't one. you think like if if you ran into that, you're just like, man, everything that goes in here, nothing comes out. We walked for 10 minutes. This is really fucked up. And you got like roses and tulips and, yeah. and fucking posies all growing off the same vine. Like, I think I might cut that down, walk back to the science center and say, hey, well, no, right? look to at be, this. To be, no, but hang on. Then you're missing the first thing that they did out of the tent. Like they were like, we just need to get out of here immediately. And they were like, we're going to walk to the coast, right. follow the coast, get out. That is, Im- like, immediately what their decision is. Like, right at, right at the camp. Like, Except no, they no, but they that walk in, yeah. they, walk the, they find the vines, they keep walking, they fight the giant alligator. No, no, no. Walk that's, all cabin. After that, that's all after. That's yeah. still them heading towards the coast. She takes a bearing of south. Yeah. They're like, we're going to keep going south. To get to the river, the water, and then we're going to The water, the which does down. admittedly go deeper into the shimmer because they're coming in from the other side. They're coming yeah. in from the, from the north of it. But they're like, the best way out is to walk to the coast. So that's why they're going ahead. But like that entire journey that they take is essentially to get out because they're like, we don't have don't any know, other... They find the flowers so fast, though. After, but after they wake up four days later. They wake up, they're like, four days later, we have no memory of it. We need to get out. We should uh, walk right to online, the coast. Somebody implied that the, um, the leader um, hypnotized them for that initial scene to get them in as far as they could go. Hmm. Like, there's, uh, there's not a lot of evidence to it right there. 
Yeah, the shrink to to get them all to go in. Yeah, because she's very uh, like she doesn't care. She's like whatever. Yeah, she's dying, right? She has yeah, cancer. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, dying, yeah. and she's sent a bunch of people to their deaths already. So yeah. she's got like survivor's guilt. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. a nihilistic view of the world. I kind of like that. All the characters are super fucked up in their own little ways, yeah. and all willing. Well, I mean, to go with that, and... exactly. That's what they they say. They're like there isn't yeah. really like, especially on like Expedition Thirteen or whatever the heck it is. You know, like you're just like. No expedition has come out. Your people are still mm. going in there. You're like, that's like a. It's no longer like, be an explorer and see something different. You're like, wait, so you're all probably going to your death. Yeah, yeah, or like you're non, you're stuck in there. You know, you like, said there wasn't handholding. Do you think that the final scene was full of handholding and belonged to be canceled from the movie? Yes, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that was the sellout part. Yeah, there was. Are we saying the final scene between Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac? Yes, where they yeah. like, oh, I don't think I'm me. I don't think I'm me either. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And even before that, the whole, like, crystal exploding stuff on the beach, everything shattered. Like, really? They didn't need that. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought that was very important because that was the creature absorbing her suicidal tendencies. That's what kills everything. But I... I, I went one further. That, yeah. that was the creature uh, not caring anymore because it was out. Because it was out. Yeah, it has two hosts outside of the shimmer now. Well, but it didn't. Or have was two essentially out. letting letting two out. Like it was like I'm done. I have like I now have a male and a female. Mm, that's good. And it was just it like being like I'm just gonna let go of this situation because. Right. I thought this situation was very important to the creature, and that the the trees that were becoming crystal around that was the first life that was like totally alien. I don't know. And I, I thought it was genetically yeah. engineering stuff and like I, trans, I, transforming it. Yeah. I thought that it was just because it was refracting salt in situation, and that's what yeah, it had I around. The salt, because the ocean. Yeah, sand and salt would make like diamond and crystal. That was yeah. my like because it was just what was around, right? It's always been a reflection of or uh, not a reflection, but like a refraction, a refraction of what was around, right? So that's why I thought there were like mm. the crystal. Anyway, but yeah. yeah, but that my my theory was that it made a female and made or made a male. That it knew was out, and it knew that it could, like, by dropping down, the female was going to get out. So it was like, I don't oh, need yeah, this. Oh, yeah, because she might have been the first female to get in there, right? Yeah. Because all, the all of the other bodies that were stacked outside were all, like, it gets the one male, but then eventually, okay, whatever, I don't need any more, so it kills them all. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that explains the bodies that are outside the, uh, the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. That's what, that was kind no, of No, my... no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Ex- because you think that the, the girl doctor, got out. Yeah, the doctor got in, right? And then... She was in the basement saying, oh, no, it's here to take over the world, right? That's the warning that is given to Natalie Portman. So then she, she at first doesn't really know, oh, should I fight this thing or not? Yeah. She gets the warning, and then she tries to destroy it. Yeah. So I'm not really sure that – like, it could have used the doctor as the female. Why, didn't, not, it, why did it not have cancer? Her... That's good, but – I'm just saying, like, it was like an imperfect situation. It also absorbed the cancer, right? Yeah. It sure. could have been the cancer that killed everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. So what is clear is there is a lot of interpretive yeah. <laughs> ending for this. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Which, 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 which I dug. Which I, which, like, classic kind of sci-fi stuff where you're just sort of like, like, yeah, we get it that they're... And I mean, like, if you didn't know that Natalie Portman was out of there, because she has, like, like, visibly in the interrogation scene, she has the uh, the infinity tattoo. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know you're like, that is wrong. wrong. Yeah, exactly, that's it. Like, she thinks she's okay and whatever. But, yeah, like, the, the end of the scene was just sort of like, that didn't seem really... More than you see their eyes all shifting. You're like, yeah, okay, hey guys, we get it, we get it. They're both still touched by it. Is yeah. this, Al- this is Alex Garland's second directing job? Because, or did he only write Ex Machina? No, he directed Ex Machina. Okay, so yeah. it's his second, his second big directing thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I think this was a good one for him. This yep. was a great. Like, I was very happy with this movie. Mm-hmm. Super fun. I dug it. Yep. I liked Natalie Portman in it. I thought it was fun. Yep. Uh, the like the weird. There's there's stuff that you see, on screen that is like. 
man, I'm, I'm going to see that for a little while. <laughs> the screaming bear face? The, the, the screaming bear face, the, the, the swimming pool exploded guy. Mm-hmm. The, Oscar the found, the, 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 the found more, footage stuff. More, and, more than, more than uh, the, the, the people trees. Those, those were trees great. that grew up like people that yeah. like in in life like because keep in mind also that was weird in echo to the people trees there is something about resisting it right yeah that is part of it yeah. because when that when the other woman decides she wants to be a tree she walks out and becomes, and becomes a, tree. a tree like yeah. instantaneously yeah. so there is uh, and like when you see the the the, the growth start coming out of well you arms, see it's like it's like it's so like good. green to like buds to like flowers to like she goes around a corner and then there's just people trees yeah like I, it I hap- found that, that was like a theatrical kind of moment and there are a couple of scenes like that the lancelot moment i mentioned before it's like it's a little theatrical yeah to, to get the story told or but her, i don't mind she's that. like walking she goes around the corner poof and she's gone you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. I was like, know, we get it minor yeah. minor but all, all that to say is that like i said that there's i think there's something of like there's resisting it and then there's yeah. like embracing it and we don't know what the creature necessarily values mm-hmm. yeah you know what i'm saying so i hope we get a sequel maybe you know that could because this story could keep going for sure I mean, okay. I feel like that about a lot of Alex Garland work. That's true. With the exception of 28 Days Later, because we did, and it wasn't very what good. What about the beach? Alex Garland didn't write I the would... 28 Days Later, the third 28 Weeks Later. I know. Like... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. You got to be careful what you wish for, yeah. you might get a sequel. Because, yeah, he wrote 28 Days Later, and Danny Boyle directed. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then 28 Weeks Later happened, and you're like, oh, it's a zombie movie. I get it. That wasn't mm-hmm. great. Yeah. But, like, Sunshine, I would love to see what happens next, but also, like, don't. Show yeah. me what happens next. The beach, that could be kind of a cool thing. Yeah. I really liked his Only if it's Leonardo DiCaprio again in some weird dark... Even just the book. If you wrote another book, I'd be for it. Yeah. I really liked his Devil May Cry game. I didn't, uh, did not play it. I like it a lot. It's so much fun. It's kind of panned, actually. I really? think people don't get it, maybe. I think it's like, it's one of those, like, he took a new spin on a beloved series and people were just sort of like, it's not like the first one. Right. Like, and I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. But yeah. Perfectly serviceable mm-hmm. science fiction. I think uh, I have like minor. I was like when you, the people were just sort of like, oh, strong female cast, and I was like, yeah, but not really. White cast, strong female, white cast. What are you? What? what? Wasn't Michelle Rodriguez in there? No, it's not Michelle Rodriguez. Um, but there's uh, the physicist is. There were no white characters in the book. Oh. In the, the, of the four of them, none of them were white. I'm just saying, but there's only I guess, just, but only three of them Jennifer are Jason white. Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah when none of them were in the book. One, one well, was native. One was. Uh, Korean, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. But like I said, but there's definitely there's still a black woman, and then there's I believe a Latina woman. Yes, like a bitch, yeah. but 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 like she looks potentially Latina by way of something else, also. So I don't I don't know. Certainly like foreign, right? Still foreign people, but uh, but yeah, I was like just not the protagonist or antagonist of, of the story. Pretty sure the antagonist was an alien. That's as foreign as you get. I feel like the psychiatrist was the antagonist. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She was like the evil doctor who tricked them all into dying, and they knew mother. they were gonna go die. Yeah, in but there. then Natalie Get Portman tricks them into going deeper. Like, so yeah. she she the antagonist too? Like She's Natalie my antagonist? Because whatever, they were definitely the two leads of the film. Yeah, without a doubt. But hey, baby steps. Right. <laughs> uh, all I'm just saying though is like, but yeah, in terms of like just them being like super strong female leads, I was like, she's still going in there to save her husband, which I mean, I guess is like a bit of a different like. Spin on because it. she cheated on him. Because she cheated on him and yeah. feels guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It's just some weird stuff. Like it is cool to no, see. No, no, she was she was the um, sexually active uh, hero character who then wants to go and make up and save the vulnerable princess. Like 
You think Oscar a, Isaac was a vulnerable princess in this totally. movie? Totally. If him, this movie was made in I the 80s... I saw him cut his bro's guts out. If this movie... <laughs> If this movie was made in the 80s, it would have been Arnold Schwarzenegger goes in after cheating on his wife to save his wife's life. But then did his wife cut her best friend's guts out? Mm. No, she probably, like, the thing, The thing that, like, and I guess this is a bit of a testament to just how much... The fact that they had a female character who was a lead who wanted to save their spouse and also have sex with everyone. Like, that's like... She didn't want to have sex with anyone. She was like, it's over, other scientists. Get out of my life. Don't touch me anymore. I will pine for my dead husband. Oh, he's back. <laughs> That's my you Natalie Portman I mean. impersonation. Like, they showed a, a female lead character who was virile. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Like, no, I don't have, I don't take any any issue with that. But I'm just saying. But like, it was just kind of a bummer that all of the characters were just also actively self-destructive and like. But that's the story. It's called it annihilation. Is, it that's is absolutely the, the story, story. But I'm just saying. But it's it just like they're they're have all. You, have you seen anything in Alex Garland's repertoire that would lead you to believe that he would make a movie featuring characters that were like positive and happy in their life situation? The Beach had some positive moments. Uh-huh. <laughs> then it went a lot real of weed, south. Right? Then it went real south. But I'll just say, I think it's a testament to my like horror movie hardening that the thing that stuck with me more when Scott was like, "Oh, like things that stuck with you," not the guts cutting. But just that moment of like how pleased with himself uh, Oscar Isaac is after cutting his friend's guts open and showing the insides. He just looks at the camera and just looks like he's like, yeah. Like he just looks like so like mm-hmm. happy about it. I was like, that's weirder than the guts being. So you see this gigantic shimmering thing. Nobody comes out. Why do they not put on hazmat suits? It's like a biologist. They're, they're intelligent people. Put on a goddamn suit. You know? I mean, I You're in there for five minutes. You see a weird the two deer. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about this. I'm so happy I remember this. The right. two deer bounce into the scene, well, moving in quotes. immaculate syn- synchronicity. Right, they're yeah. doing the exact same thing. Do you think a deer got into the center, met the creature, was peaceful with it, and then it like spawned another one? And that was like like the other thing. You could go in there with violence, and then it would fight with you, or you could go in there peaceful, nose it like a cute little fucking deer, boing boing boing, and they bounce out happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can like, buy that. that. Been, yeah, because it, it moved that. all of it. It was. Yeah. Mimicking all of its things. Exactly. So if, you, if you just walked out of there with it, and it'd be like, all right. Anyway, you're you're a biologist. You see that. Do you not turn around and put a gas mask on? Right. Well, I think there's also kind of a bit of a, like, it's in us already. Too bad. Like, yeah, you might before talk you about it. In. Yeah, but you should have put it on before you walked in. That yeah. is real. But yeah. I feel that there was, like, a very, like, we've been in here for four days anyway. It's in us. Yeah. Like, Okay, we've been on this 20 minutes. All right. Uh, we should rank this movie. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Sitting at number 42. Okay. Ex Machina by yeah, I was going to say, I would put this above Ex Machina. Really? Really? Yep. Because Ex Machina has a stronger character study. Yes, it does. I still thought this was a better story. And I feel like Ex Machina didn't do anything as interesting or surprising as this did. Ex Machina was like a... I mean, it did do acting a lot more interesting and surprising than, than Annihilation did. Yes. But it was like long. acting. Okay. Oscar Isaac in, that, in Ex Machina is... Well, he's he's also like a much Porter more Force. important part of the the story than he was in this. He's like no, no. I'm just yeah. saying, Oscar Isaac and Ex Machina could take any of the characters, including Oscar Isaac's character in Annihilation to, to town. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I mean, uh, you, I do agree with you because under- I still don't think that acting alone makes a good movie. Because right in that area, underneath Ex Machina, we've got Arrival, which is a good comparison spot, and sure. A Quiet Place. Yeah, it's also kind of a. Good. And if we go further up, we're into It, Imbruge, Stand By Me. Infinity War. Yep. 
Uh, I would happily put this in in Bruges territory. That it's, I feel it's below in Bruges. The, yeah. Like none of the performances stand out to me like the way they do in Santa and Rouge. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I know I'm putting a high mark on this because I, I I love sci-fi movies because it's super interesting and super creative. Like, yeah, it's super creative. The the visuals at the end are like the opposite of what you expect from this kind of movie. The the notion of the changing DNA while you're alive, you touch something and all of a sudden part of you is sucked into it. Like that's great. Yeah, magical no, storytelling. Yeah. And we're not in a in a fucking dead zone of this list. There's a lot no, of... No, 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 no for stuff. sure. I'm just saying, I see it, like, like... I don't see it, like, higher than Mononoke, like, for instance. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. easily put it over Ooh. Azkaban. Mononoke's a great comparison to that. It is, actually. In a weird... And weird, then... Weird, <laughs> twisted... Oddly was, like, comparable. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's it. But, and, because, like, to me, like, the... The few things that, like I said, like, that sort of took me out, like, just, like, the... Special effects, which is a thing that did take yep. me out of the movie yep. a little bit. The acting was not wonderful from all the supporting cast. Nope. Um, I, I wouldn't say that it was like bad. It's just it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't standout. Yeah. Uh, the the girl who turned into a plant. Mm-hmm. Her like soft nervousness about everything mm-hmm. was very distracting for me. Lots of parts of that movie, just like. Freak out or don't. Like, well, and and then and then same thing too with the the other girl who the 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 marine girl who like lost her shit. I was also like not fully convinced with her like losing her shit. No, like no, her no, no, her, her weird little like her. I'm gonna tie you up and figure this out rather than fuck it. I'm out. I'm running. Yeah, for exactly. The, wall. the weird like like uh, like Reservoir Dogs moment of like either you're crazy or I'm crazy. I did not buy her performance at all no. in that in that instance. I think I think the intention of that was that she's being corrupted much faster than mm-hmm. the other people and it's like not really her, but yeah, it was not a not a great. But yeah, story. that's 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 But then like, the bear comes in and makes it great. Yeah, bear was the, awesome. when the bear yeah. opened the voice and opened its mouth and the girl's it's voice came out, I was girl, like, yeah. Ooh, okay. that's not good. Yeah. Huntable. Uh, I would happily go below X. Or, uh, I would say well, you said or, above or, X Machina, which I would I guess agree. That's also above Arrival. Uh-huh. I didn't like Arrival, so... Uh, yeah, I could say below Monon, okay. Mm-hmm. I think above, above like Azkaban. Yeah. Great. It's done. Mm-hmm. I know you guys don't appreciate Azkaban as much as I do. I never saw it. I have Harry Potter tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation. <laughs> John, you've never seen the fucking Harry Potter movies? I saw one of them, and I was like, okay. And that was it. Uh <clears throat> What else have we got? We could talk about Haunting of Hill House. I don't know how far you guys are into that. I've tried episode. watching it three times, and Sarah keeps falling asleep. Well, so I'll we just... talk about Maniac, which I have watched more. Oh, yeah. I watched all of Maniac. and I'm five episodes in. I'm very happy to talk about it, because Maniac is probably the best TV that I've seen in a good long time. It's crazy. It's, the full, it's the full deal. Amazing mm-hmm. performances, amazing storytelling, amazing visuals, amazing mm-hmm. con- conceptually, amazing... It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe how good it is. Jonah Hill is amazing, and um, Emma Stone is is amazing as the well. Supporting cast is also great. Like the main, the two main scientist guys are the, the so first, the funny. first scientist guy and yeah. the second scientist guy, and then also the scientist assistant lady is also hilarious in the yep. best. Like just like the constantly smoking. So here's the story. It's uh, in a not too distant future yep. that is somewhat also more... the eighties. Also the eighties, <laughs> and that is also this weird depressing dystopia. Mm-hmm. The um, two characters who are struggling with mental health issues go to do a trial to take a drug that is supposedly going to be the cure all for mental health issues. Yep. All right. It um, is not therapy. It's not therapy. It is a it is a cure all drug. Yeah. So you get three steps of the drug A, B, and C. Drug A causes you to experience a particular thing. Drug B causes another. Drug C is the final confrontation for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the film or the, the show, 
I, and it's and a I'm going to say, but the yeah. important part of this and the reason why it, why it works is that under each drug, you go into kind of like this weird neural net that's governed by an actual AI. Yeah. And the AI kind of being its own thing is where I think a lot of the, like, because I don't think that Jonah Hill and Emma Stone can, like, have the coexisted experiences without the AI being involved, right? Like, oh, yeah. It gets, so it gets way into that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It gets, it gets very weird, and the AI was in love with one of the doctors, but was created by another doctor and stuff. Like, like there's kind of this, like, I, I think I mentioned it last weird. time a little bit. There's a bit of an anime vibe to some of it. A little bit. Like, yeah. like just, just like a little bit, like uh, a little Ghost in the Machine. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it definitely goes into the territory the of, of artificial intelligence and what is wh- what can feel and what can't and what is real and what yeah, isn't. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, it's, it's very indulgent with its fantasy worlds that, it go, yeah. that the characters explore when they're inside the machine on the drug. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like spectacular a, in the yeah. way that, it do, that, that you have characters from the real world in the, in the story that are dragged into their fantasies. And you know that it's, just, it's their, what their mind is building into their fantasies, right. but you get to kind of explore it all. Um, what are... I don't want to spoil anything because it is so topsy turvy in terms of how the characters develop. It, the the family Jeremy Irons is so funny and his his like garbage brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's well, you should honestly really really watch it. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm five episodes in. It's also cool. It's like a limited series, so it's like it's ten ten and episodes. Done. And that's it. Yeah. Like and it's just like it, it is that is all. So you have that nice. Like, so it's directed by Kerry Joji Fukunaga, who is mm-hmm. half of the team behind the first season of True Detective. Yeah. And um, was the guy that got thrown off it? No. Yes. Uh, yes. I thought that was the other one. I don't really. No, Carrie. It was Carrie. Whatever. It was Carrie. I got thrown off it. He's yeah. like, I want to do this. You've gone too far. Well, well, we're changing. I mean, if he honest, honest to goodness, with what he does in Maniac, he would have done, I think, a real good job on it. He would have done an amazing job. Well, like, well and also just looking at True Detective. Right? Yeah, yeah. Think of this. How how serious and crazy that was. Yeah. Um, the the. This is like highbrow TV, you know. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like, but highbrow TV, but also funny. Like, I think yeah. that, that that's like, not like there's no like jokes, but you're just like things are just like so absurd. Like the 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 episode I think that we just finished was the um, or the magician episode where he. Oh just yeah, like, yeah. I always work alone. <laughs> there's like so much like just like over the top nonsense. Being like, don't you need an assistant just this once? I shouldn't trust you, but goddamn it, I do. <laughs> you know, like it's just like. But, like, everybody plays it so straight that, yeah. like, they don't break the rules of the reality. There's no, like, wink, like, at the screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is just how people talk here. <laughs> you and know, at like, the same time, you imagine the experiences of these characters. The girl is dealing with terrible trauma from her life, and he's dealing with, I don't know, how, what? Mental they, illness. Yeah, very serious mental health issues, you know? Yeah, and so yeah. they're, they're, tr- they're dealing with serious problems, but addressing them in kind of ludicrous ways, but that are also very, like, you can imagine this working. Yeah. Of, you know? In a certain way, like, you're, yeah. like, going to be, like, confront, like, I mean, like, it's, like, spo- spoilers, like, A, uh, really makes you relive the most traumatic, like, the single most traumatic part of your life. Like, that's what the A-pill does. Fine. Like, yeah, exactly, that's it. But it, like... It identifies that and like makes you kind of relive it, and then things get weirder when they're like, like as as B and C kick in. But like that's like the starting point, and uh, I mean yeah, it's like first episode kind of stuff. Like uh, Emma Stone kind of wants to get into the trial just because she's literally been taking A again and again and again and again. Like she's addicted to reliving her worst day ever, like because like it's her coping with that trauma by just not letting herself forget. Which is also, like, real dark. Real dark. Yeah, like, yeah. real dark. When you find out what it is, you're like, oh. Yep. Oh. oh that's so, that's so, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. 
A plus. Like yep. I probably I would say Is this the best Netflix show? Yeah, I would is like this, Is it better than Bojack? Yes it is. Like it's absolutely yeah. like more like Stranger Things? Yeah, better yeah, than Stranger? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, like, maybe like it might not hit you in. It doesn't hit you in the super fun, good nostalgic, feels, nostalgic good buttons no. that like Stranger Things. Like Stranger Things is absolutely just like popping a wheelie on a dirt bike in the eighties, yeah. you know, like which is awesome. Yeah. But in terms of like a crafted work, yeah, this is better than Stranger Things for sure. For like, sure. House of Cards, better. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. House of Cards has way too many issues. Like there's like so many weird plot holes and inconsistent characters and all that stuff. But I mean, but at the same time, it benefits, I think, from being ten and done. You know, like, yeah. you, you could write this thing. It, compa- walk away it compares that. heavily in that regard to the first season of True Detective, where you're like, it is over! And it's like, by, by knowing that you're having a finite thing, you can really complete what you're trying to do without like leaving a thread open you for break the rules knowing that the break is going to be meaningful within the limited context of the story yeah, exactly. you don't That's have it. to worry about the world after if you've ruined yeah. things yeah yeah, yeah. it's a spectacular plus. and i would recommend this to anybody cool. like it's just it's yeah, yeah. great yeah. yeah a plus stuff out of maniac uh-huh. um haunting a hill house you should watch more of it. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to spoil anything about this. But the, the, the Stephen like, King said it was. He said, "I usually do not care for these kind of reimaginings of uh, previous works. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, this is near genius." So the setup of Haunting of Hill House is that there's a spooky ass ha- haunted house, and then a family moves into it with five little kids. In the nineties. In the nineties, and then the story takes place a duel in the timeline where they're all little kids getting screwed up by the house and how they have to flee it, and then the timeline of them all being screwed up adults, dealing with the horror of their lives in the aftermath of what happened in the house, and then of course they get drawn back into it and stuff happens. Me, uh, I mean that's pretty much it. That's it, and it, and it's. I, I'm only on episode eight, I want to say, or six or something. And mm-hmm. um, there's definitely there's scenes where the dialogue is not great. It's a little cringy. There's scenes where the CG is a little cringy. But at the same time, there are horror tropes that are visited by this show in a new and refreshing manner. And they're more exciting and more creatively um, implemented than I w- was expecting at all. Here's, here's my favorite thing. I've only seen the first episode. Yeah. And the thing that hit strong for me in a, like a, had a level of appreciation from it mm-hmm. was the, the classic trope of the skeptic yep. uncovering something as this is the explanation for it. It's not actually supernatural. Mm-hmm. This is not, this explains everything that you think you saw and then still being kind being like, but I'm going to write this story because it's a good story. And you know, you guys have my, my, my works here mm-hmm. and, and I think I'll come back and I'll talk to you some more and it'll be great. And leaves the person who thought they had a supernatural experience with such a nice feeling at the end of it. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you. That was really nice. Not just like, you're dumb and you didn't figure this out, but I did. So yeah. there's no ghosts. Go away. So it kind of compares to the first season of American Horror Story, mm. um, but better. I would say this is like a better haunted house story than the first season of American Horror Story. Although there's like a punch moment or two from the first season of American Horror Story that this one never gets to, at least in the episodes that I've seen. But um, all in all, it's like a more complete, better characterizations. So I this was... fucking hate th- bad things happening to children. It's really well, a lot of bad things happen to children. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this book. Oh was... man, I don't know if I can. You can't. keep watching it. Oh, you got it. It's so good. So like this... it, it really makes me physically uncomfortable to watch that stuff. Well, great. Don't, don't you love the experience of having feelings? No. Yeah, I, of having good feelings. I well, love the experience but, of having. But there's so feelings. many more feelings that are not good. There's other feelings. 
So, I mean, then I could just pop some A and <laughs> don't, don't, go back. Don't, don't, pop, pop, some don't pop some A, man. Don't pop some A. <laughs> um, so this is based on a book okay. that was released in 1963, huh. written by Shirley Jackson, which has been adapted. Oh, no. Hang on. The yeah. first film was adapted in 1963. The book was written 1959. I thought Shirley Jackson was like a modern author. I mean, 1959? That's modern-ish. Okay. Shirley the Jackson. Stuff coming back for uh, Well, no. I mean, she died in 1965, so... Probably not. Shirley Hardy Jackson is an American writer known primarily for her works of horror. Hmm. Um, I yeah. must be confusing her with somebody else. Maybe. Um, uh, she also wrote the... Michael Jackson? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so it was adapted into a movie in 1963, mm-hmm. uh, which was apparently was, was well-received, and it was also adapted into a movie in 1999, which was panned terribly. The Haunting? The Haunting, yeah. Yeah, that's because it came out at the same time as House on Haunted Hill. Oh, man, that was so good. One of them was good, one of them <laughs> yeah. was bad. Yeah. Uh, but interestingly, none of the, uh, God, the previous adaptations or the book movie. deals with uh, the future time. Huh. Like it's was that in the original? Nope. No. no, no, no. So even in the book, that wasn't. That, that's like all kind of like new material, which which I like was instantaneously sold on when I was watching the uh, like the trailers for it. Because like you're just sort of like, what what happens? I mean, I guess other than it, I think is the most famous oh, example. It yeah. is is where that came from. But just saying, but like for, for the most part, you're just sort of like, and they made it out, and it's the morning after, and then you're just sort Everybody's of like, okay. and they're okay, and you're like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think these people are all right at all. Sometimes Imagine if it ended. After the 1950 yeah. chapters, just like the end. Everybody's okay. Yeah. And you know, the kids are just like, hey. <laughs> Here's the important thing. They're not re- going to rely on the performances of children the whole way through the show. Yeah. You know? Children are never able to act as well. You give them a little pass sometimes. Yeah. And the kids are pretty good in this, in this no yeah, doubt. Yeah. But in a horror movie, they're definitely able to. I mean, you just get back to Newton aliens. <laughs> just scream as loud as you can. Yeah. Or poltergeist, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's it. But yeah, so the, the, that whole take on it is uh, is all new for the, uh, Good for the job. Netflix adaptation. Great, great, the, great. So like, yeah, the other ones were literally just about what happened in the house. So, but I really like enjoy that concept of, and in a certain way, like that uh, pulls back to sort of Roanoke. Also, we kind of like mm. talked about it. Like Roanoke dealt with story American and story. story. Yeah. Roanoke, the the framing of the first half of the season, American Horror Story Roanoke, is the characters are talking about what happened. And you they're see, on a reality TV show. Yeah, they're on a reality TV show, and they're talking about what happened to them in the first place. With and then they're like the actual flashbacks are reenactments, like unsolved mystery styles. American and then Star, they have to go back to the show for season with, two, or back with, to the house for season two. With a two. mixture of the people who it really happened to and the reenactors, all go back uh, into the house. It's, of so, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. It's, it's such so, a good season. It's very good. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So on this Netflix subscribership. Uh, was expected to be down, and it was actually up 17%, and their shares jumped like crazy off of this. So it's been a really, really, really good year for Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the... They really upped their well, exclusive they, content, right? But, like, they yeah. were, but they were also worried that there was going to be a dip because of No Stranger Things this year. Huh. Is so it? Really? There's No Stranger Things this year. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. So they were worried about that. So I guess... They well, yeah, I don't know if you've looked through your Netflix. Like, how many of those... Fucking shows have the Netflix tag on them now. Yeah, a lot. It's a lot. Maniac. Maniac is also a Netflix yep. exclusive, yep. like developed and whatever. More like this. Netflix. Good job, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that, I think just fucking. You, you want to see something weird? Click on the net the anime tab and count how many of them are Netflix exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm. producing it's anime and stuff now, like, like a ton of it. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, no, I'm like, I'm in. I. They started with producing some kind of garbage material. Yep. And then I think that they're finding their stride and figuring out the... Uh, There's nothing wrong with garbage material. 
No, but I mean, like, they, they produced a couple of shows that were kind of terrible. Wonky. I mean, there's, there's. That's okay. Sometimes yeah. shows are terrible. They have mm-hmm. to, even, then they cancel them. Yep. <laughs> no, like Scream was fine. For yeah. what it was. Okay, okay. You're gonna you're picking you're cherry picking because there's a lot of stuff that if you yeah, don't yeah, watch yeah, it, yeah. it's just not that fun. Yep. I mean, I want to Ozark apparently gets really good. People really? keep telling me. Man, I got halfway through the first season and I was like, I do not believe any of this nonsense, yeah. and I I couldn't couldn't do it. People keep telling me to watch it. Really? Um, well, Let's talk about the doing. best movie I was say, ever. Do you guys have a? Have we a, really do. We we debated a little bit long and hard. There were a but couple. we hit we hit it out of the park right. on our first so, one. Not only that, last last week we were walking out of here, and he made it like I, we were both thinking the same one. Okay. We made like an underhanded comment to each other that that's what it was going to be, and there it is. So and, it's, and, and we were like, can we come up with anything that will beat it? So I felt really bad about watching me watch you a super racist movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we wanted to. Like at least for me, my intentions were to oh, swing back strongly against that. <laughs> by taking what? I, I, somehow I don't believe you. I don't... <laughs> this no. is going to be funny okay. and exciting. You said that about the last one. Uh, it turned out to be instead racist. of instead of having it based about race, we wanted to take one of the most popular and successful African American actor actor comedians. comedians. Yeah, Avengers of Pluto Nash. No no no, 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 no! Come on, man! This this guy is more. What are we kidding? Our Adventures of Pluto Nash is that Eddie Murphy, like that's right. Yeah. But, but Eddie yeah. Murphy is like arguably one of the funniest people of all time. Sure, but this guy might have been. Movie. There were times where this guy would have been more funny, considered definitely more definitely, popular, definitely more, popular. more of a cultural icon than Eddie Murphy. Yes, than Eddie Murphy. Absolutely. Yeah. What? I hope you're ready. A Moonwalker for Leonard what? Part Six, starring Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? <laughs> Leonard Part 6. That's right. What is this? It's a masterpiece of uh, cinema. I don't think so. Why are you making me watch a movie of a convicted rapist? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's the best movie ever. We're going to have to find out. Why do you guys make me do this? I'm just going to make you watch a lot of Roman Polanski films and stuff. (laughs) That's what's happening next. (laughs) That's all it is. I'm just going to make you just watch, like... Woody Allen and Roman, Roman Polanski films while you defend their art. Well, I'm, I, I think it is totally possible that those will be more artistic than this. This this is widely regarded as one of the worst films of all time. All right. Everyone right now who's listening should and then I need pause. To go, yeah, go look at the this. trailer. Okay, watch the trailer. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do, do, do it, too. Here we go. Like, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> the, the trailer. We, we just watched four minutes of trailers, and there was not even a chuckle. Like, okay, so there's a scene online, and if you type in Leonard Part 6, it says like it's a trailer, but instead it seems to be, uh, like a, I guess, like the, the a CIA um, like meeting where they're uh, talking about the problem they have. And it is 51 seconds long, and no joke, sitting six inches away from the screen, I zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, was like, I was like, I need to watch this. I was like, boo. And my brain just like <laughs> took off, and I was like, "Oh, what?" And then I looked down, and I was like, "This clip is 51 seconds long," and I just like completely zoned out. I like how one of the trailers is just like from the greatest comedian in America, yeah. from America's beloved, and it doesn't say anything about the movie. Yeah, not a word. Yeah, uh, he has a combat Porsche. He rides an ostrich. Uh-huh. He has little rockets. He, fights, he shoots fish. rockets out of his armpits. Nice. Uh-huh. He has. He fights evil fish. I feel that I've pulled punches with you guys. Yep, <laughs> I mean this is round two. This is right? round two. We gotta. We I think the whole of last round was very generous to everybody, except for me. I had to watch a blackface movie. Uh huh. Well, I don't know why you were pulling punches. Well, well I mean, I have. Do you know? What I liked mine. <laughs> I was like, this is fine. I feel so bad. <sighs> I watched it with my family. I'm gonna. 
<laughs> then I'm going to need to argue that, like, Bill Cosby, who, like, is a terrible on, person. No, convicted rapist. Convicted, Bill convicted rapist. Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, I think you can still argue was, like, a talented funny man. He sure was. He it, was the best-selling he had, they, recorded they comedian us. of all time. Exactly. Yeah. So, in his worst piece of, like, comedy, mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, well, I feel so dirty. Now, I just want to make something like clear here. If I do pay money four dollars, does Bill Cosby get any of the money? Because I feel bad about that. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to give because I feel that finding a, a stream of this is going to be difficult, and I might end up having to like rent it from YouTube. And I don't want any money to go to Cosby no, for this. You're going to have to go to uh, Super Club Videotron and find this. <laughs> I'm saying I can do it right now. I can rent for four dollars from YouTube. Ugh. But I hope all that goes to Google. And I hate Google. <laughs> I hope that somehow no money goes to Cosby. All right, if anyone at home has a copy of Leonard Part 6 in their basement and their, in their parents' <laughs> den. No one does. So the first time I heard of this movie was in an Animaniacs video where they were making a joke. Of, they were like doing a little song and dance number inside of a, uh, a video store where there were rentals. Okay. And they're getting attacked by a bunch of things. And they're like, oh, no, we have to throw bombs at them. And they throw like five or six movies. And the big bomb they throw at the end that, that does it is Leonard Part 6. <laughs> and you were like, That's, what is this? And that, that got locked in the vault. And <laughs> And here it comes. Uh, it looks terrible. This looks awful. Yep. And it seems like there's some sort of a killer fish, and then Bill Cosby is like a, some sort of a... He gets goo poured on him. He's, I, guess supposed I think to, that was soup. I guess he's supposed to be like a James Bond type, mm-hmm. I suppose, who's in retirement. Like I think that's what they're going for. With Maybe like it's the, a naked weapon kind of kind of shtick. The tuxedo, Jackie yeah. Chan kind of. Na- naked yeah. weapon? Yeah. Naked, naked gun? Naked gun. With uh, naked Leslie gun. Nelson. Yeah, yeah, naked gun. There we go. I was like, naked weapon doesn't seem right. Police yep. story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this looks awful. Mm-hmm. Like Police I said... What was the name of the TV show? Naked Police Gun. Squad. Police Squad. Yeah, yeah. That then became Naked Gun. But yeah, yeah. I think. Well, that was more cops. This looks more more James Bond. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like crazy, crazy car, gizmos, like suave. Like he kind of has a tuxedo and Comedic stuff. Comedic stylings of Bill Cosby. <sighs> Convicted rapist, rapist Bill Cosby. <laughs> I just. Uh, mm-hmm. I like this. This makes Ghost Dad look good. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ghost Dad look was. I mean, like I remember watching Ghost Dad and it not being the worst as a kid. I'm gonna have to dig so deep for you guys. Like, it, <laughs> just awfulness. What? This is a bonafide Hollywood celebrity. I'm gonna make you watch Meet the Feeble, Scott. Bonafide convicted rapist Hollywood celebrity. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But did Peter Jackson do Meet the Feebles? Yeah. Pretty locked in on Scott watching Meet the Feebles. <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw it. <laughs> have you seen it? No. I haven't it's the seen guys it. with I, the cone I know what it is. Kinda? No, it's like a pre-bad taste. Yeah. Hmm. We're going to watch the trailer for it after this episode. <laughs> great. Um, what was the other one? Dead Alive. Yeah, Dead, was, Dead Alive is awesome. great. Dead yeah. Alive is A+. Plus. I kick ass for the Lord. Yeah, Dead Alive is A+. Plus. Dead Alive is hard to watch. No. It's, it's fine to watch with your, like, eight people and you're in and out of the room. And you're like, what is happening now? Yeah. You have to sit there by yourself and watch Dead Alive. I'd say Bad bad Taste, bad taste is harder is to watch than, than Dead Alive. Hmm. Anyway, mm. thanks, friends, for making me watch a terrible movie by a convicted rapist. Wait, whose idea was it for this whole segment of the show? I'm pretty sure it was yours, Keith. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, you know, I mean, was... was <laughs> we did make... Was Dark John. Shadows that bad, John? Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it was really terrible. Uh, this was an idea.
Thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now. If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those. Or you could just you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the Internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John. If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you can get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 9to5.cc. <laughs> Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.